This is the podcast helping you to prosper in the presence of God. Thank you for subscribing, reviewing, and sharing the show. Kevin White is a global pastor, best-selling author, and international speaker sharing God's message of prosperity for all nations. Kevin has flown over a million miles to 27 different countries and spoken to thousands of audiences throughout the world. As a serial entrepreneur, Kevin has helped start hundreds of businesses, nonprofits, and churches. Kevin's three books, Audacious Generosity, Get to the Point, and What's Your Word, are international bestsellers with over 2 million copies sold worldwide. Kevin is the CEO of Spirit Media, a full-service publishing and marketing company in North Carolina. Okay, who's ready to prosper in the presence of God? Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and help welcome your friend and mine, Kevin White. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Kevin White Show. I am so glad that you are tuning in. And this is a very special episode. I'm going to be introducing you to a new friend of mine and a new friend of yours in just a few uh, minutes. But I want to say hello to everyone. Uh, thank you for watching. Uh, please go ahead and say hello to everyone uh, around the world. So um, here is uh, Harmel, um, Harmely. Sorry, I'm going to butcher that name. Sorry. Uh, Brother Shaker from India. God bless you. Namaste to everyone in India. Uh, hello to friends in Nepal. Uh, there's Glory from India. Um, there is Abel, I think, from Pakistan. Uh, we are praying for Pakistan and parts of India right now that are uh, facing some persecution of churches and Christians there. Um, Pastor Bernard Shaw in Chennai. Hi, how are you? God bless you. There is Tracy from North Carolina. Hello to everyone in the USA. Pastor Raja from Hyderabad. God bless you. Um, I am so thankful that you are tuning in and God is uh, really uh, working to bring you a word of encouragement today. Um, today's word is boast. Um, I hope that that you will really appreciate this word, uh, especially in the next 30 minutes, that you will allow God to just speak uh, this truth into your life and, uh, and encourage you, strengthen you, comfort you in this word. It's not a word that we think of very often, but it is an important word in our relationship with the Lord uh, because it reflects what we do with what God does for us. Do we uh, package it, sort of rebrand it as, look what I did, or do we keep it authentic as in this is uh, what God has done um, in, in our life? Uh, I want to share rapid fire three scriptures before I introduce our special guest to you. Uh, and I want you just to hear God speak. So Jeremiah verse uh, chapter nine, verse 23 and 24 says, listen to what God's saying about boast. Okay. This is what the Lord says. Don't let the wise boast in their wisdom or the powerful boast in their power or the rich boast in their riches. But those who wish to boast should boast in this alone, that they truly know me 
um, Almighty God and understand that I am the Lord who demonstrates unfailing love and who brings justice and righteousness to the earth. And that I delight in these things. I, the Lord, have spoken. What a powerful word, a warning, a word of instruction about what we do with what God does for us. And we are to boast in the Lord. Uh, look at 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 25 and 29. The foolish plan uh, of God is wiser than the wisest of human plans. And God's weakness is stronger than the greatest of human strength. As a result, no one can ever boast in the presence of God. And, you know, when we think of the world and culture right now, we see a lot of boasting. Uh, politicians boasting, uh, rich and famous boasting, people boasting about their followers and social media and uh, lots of boasting going on. And uh, God's word says uh, to all of them and to each and every one of us um, that we have nothing to boast of except what the Lord has given to us. The Lord is doing one final uh, verse, first Corinthians chapter four, verse seven says, for what gives you the right to make such a judgment? What do you have that God hasn't given you? And if everything you have is from God, why boast as though it were not a gift? Uh, just a very sobering warning uh, and um, really um, a perspective that God is wanting us to receive in changing our perspective, uh, that everything we have has been given to us by God. Well, with those scriptures in mind, I want to introduce you to uh, today's special guest. Uh, I want everywhere around the world, put your hands together and welcome my friend and now your friend, Marion Narona. Uh, he is the founder and CEO of TurboCam. Uh, he is originally from Bombay, India. So everyone watching in India, uh, this, these are your people. Um, he lives in New Hampshire, uh, the USA. So he's also my people. Uh, and he has been used of God to set captives free in Nepal. And I know we have friends watching right now in Nepal. Uh, but TurboCam is in many different countries. And um, if there's any person... Um, that has the opportunity to boast, it is Marion. But God has given him such incredible favor, done miracles through him because he refuses to boast in yourself. You, you from the very beginning, 38 years ago, created TurboCam to honor God as a business. Uh, I'd love to just let you just take the show now and just for the next 15, 20 minutes, just share uh, what God has been teaching you about boast and, and your testimony. I'd love for everyone to hear what God's doing in and through you. Thank you. Thank you, Kevin. Uh, greetings to all of you from all over the world who are watching this. This is a special treat. Um, I encountered this uh, as an engineer. Where do I boast? Where do I not boast? Am I allowed to say I'm proud of you? Am I allowed to uh, work on something which 
in, in general terms, now, I am a manufacturer of many of the rocket engine parts that you hear about, um, many aircraft parts that you hear about, um, a number of, of achievements that you would, uh, in engineering, you would know about uh, if you just read the, the newspapers. I've come to the conclusion that if I ask God to do something and he does it, then it's his, it's not mine. That's an, that's an easy one. That's an easy one. But uh, God starts us off in Genesis 1.28. Increase and multiply and fill the whole earth. With what? Babies? Mm -hmm. Do you think it's babies? It's more than babies. Mm -hmm. Actually, as it is spoken to the people who have just now been kicked out of the garden, frankly, you've seen the garden. You've seen perfection. You've seen beauty. You've seen the presence of God with you. That's what you're going to take and fill the whole world with it. And when you've been given the power to do that, from on high, there's nothing to boast about. The, except, the, the fun part is, let me tell you about my God. Let me tell you about this God who knows me, knows me by name. Um, someone was saying today, every one of our fingerprints are different. If God was just doing this with a cookie cutter, we wouldn't all have different, unique fingerprints. And so God has made us in that way. And we get to say, we know this God. There might be a billion people. And can you imagine, you can look at a billion people and this camera is stepping back and you're seeing a billion people. And then that camera focuses, focuses, focuses until God is looking only on your face. He sees you as one person. He doesn't see you as part of the crowd. That's, that's the God that, that I know. Mm -hmm. Now, in that, I'm going to boast. I'm going to boast in that God Amen. who knows me, who cares about me personally, who planned my life from before he created the world. That's about you too. God created you. He knew you as an individual before he created the world. Now, my story is that I grew up in India. And um, I think it was in fifth grade, and I was not even nine years old. And I heard about the Berlin Wall uh, from a teacher. And that evening, I went back to my desk, and I started designing a machine that would go under the wall so that people could get out of there and experience freedom. Now, you can say, what does a nine-year-old know about this? I don't know. God put it on my heart. And uh, I didn't get to do this, but I made drawings. I sent them to people who I thought would appreciate. No one responded. And here's this one of those mad scientist dreams of mine. Uh, and then much later, much later, I find out that there is such a machine that can go under the ground and dig tunnels. And it wasn't terribly different from what I had designed as a nine-year-old. 
So again, God was calling me in a particular way, even back then. Um, I did not, I did not know God in my childhood, even though I grew up in a church. I grew up in a, in a Catholic school. I grew up at an altitude of about 4,000 feet surrounded by, by forests and, uh, and wild animals, a beautiful place. But I did not know God. Um, I do remember that uh, we, heard, we heard that nothing can happen without the will of God. And uh, God says, you can, make, you can move mountains. So that's what I did. I looked at a mountain with my left eye and then with my right eye. And it made the mountain move. <laughs> and there I thought, okay, I think I'm I think I can do this, but I'm also faking myself by doing this. So yes, I knew that you could pray, but I did not know God. I left India when I was 23. I did not know God. I had a truce with God. At that time, I figured that I was one of the smartest people in the world to know that God did not exist, but I was also one of the most miserable people. And I decided my truce was I'll play along, I'll go to church, because better to be a little humble than too smart and totally miserable. Um, eventually, after being uh, in graduate school in Montreal, uh, I was able to come to the U.S. and... Um, I was able to buy a very small piece of land and I built a small house now in India or in, in Bangladesh or in Pakistan. You might call that a hut. It's the same thing that if you came into the big city, you'd get a few pieces of cardboard and tin and you'd make yourself a, a little shack. Well, I, I had a nicer shack than that. It was about uh, 10 foot by 16 feet, about three meters by five meters. And, uh, the first two months, I didn't have a roof. I just had plastic over the top. And so every night, I'd go to sleep, looking up at the stars and starting to talk to God. Hi, God, you there? You know me? I bet you know me. I bet you know everything about me. That's what I prayed. And uh, I was also a little scared because I was in the woods. And every now and then, there'd be a noise in the woods. And you'd say, what was that? Something coming to get me. Well, nothing happened to me. But uh, just before that, a few months before that, I had started to listen to Christian radio. And I remember uh, a woman talking about a mission trip she had made to a place called Belize. And she was so excited about what God was doing out there. I'd never experienced that. I'd never heard someone talk about God in an excited way like that. They were just plain in love with God. So it was months later, months later, that I ran to a few people who invited me uh, to church, and it was the people who ran this radio show. So I said, I'll come and check it out. And I, I walked into a group of maybe 200 people, and they were worshiping God for 45 minutes, an hour, and then I thought, okay, this is like a Catholic church. It's time to go now. And no, it kept going on. The meeting kept going on. There was a time of prayer, time of preaching. And then I made friends. A whole bunch of people came up to, to talk to me. Now, 
I'd been in the country about a little over a year and a half. And I'd made a few friends, but now I made a lot of friends in a very short period of time. Um, I asked a lot of questions. And then someone said, you know, you ask a lot of good questions. You should read the Bible. So at this point, all I had in my cabin was one 12-watt light bulb, which uh, most of you may not realize, but it, uh, we normally watch read by about 60 watts. I had 12 watts to, uh, to uh, read by, and I started reading the Bible. Then as it got colder, I'd keep the, my wood stove, keep the door open and, and read by the light of the wood stove, and I started reading the Bible. But it was a time when I was, as a wind engineer, I was developing a new wind turbine, and it went up on a Friday, and it crashed that night. And I got a call from my boss on Saturday morning, and he told me about this, and I realized that my time could have been up. I could have lost my job, lost my visa, lost my land, lost this house, lost everything that I had achieved in three years since I'd left India. But that Sunday, there was an altar call. And someone asked, are you ready to put your life in God's hands? Are you ready to live for him? And this was my time. This was my time. I've tried everything. Some people would have thought I was really successful having left India. And three years later, I've got five acres of land and a house and two cars. They were broken, lousy cars, but two cars, they count. And people would have thought I was super, a, a very high achiever. But actually, I was ready to say, no, no, no. I'm ready to do this, this God's way. No more of my own stunts. I'm going to do this God's way. Now, a month later, I got baptized. So I was told about baptism. I thought about it. Yeah, I'm ready to give it a new start, be baptized, and do things God's way. Well, God had a special blessing for me. Because at my baptism, I met a gal who had actually been living in India. She had visited Bombay as a college student. And um, a month later, we got engaged. Now, I have to go back a little because as, part, as a new member of this church, I was in a group. And one day, one of the gals said, God told me during my quiet time. And I stopped her and I said, what's a quiet time? How, how did God talk to you? And all the people started to explain to this new visitor what a quiet time was and how you hear from God. So what do you think I did? I went back to my cabin, which was always quiet time because I lived in the woods, and I started talking to God. And I started asking him questions like, so who am I going to marry? And God said, none of the above. You haven't met her yet. So when I did meet my wife, I asked her, so who am I going to marry? And God said, now you've met her. Mm. So that's why we got engaged 35 days after we met, because both of us had a sense from God that we were for each other. Mm. Now, my wife was born in San Diego, about as far as you could go from Bombay. Mm -hmm. So we're from two ends of the earth, and God had brought us together. And we got a sense right from then that God would use us to serve him 
in different parts of around, around the world. We just didn't know how and when. Um, shortly after I got married, I lost my job. And we were, I was out, for, out of work for nearly three months. We got down to our last, last bit of money. And then God gave me a job. I compare it to bungee jumping. The first time you land, you know, God lets you smell the grass, but he doesn't let you crash into the ground. The second time, not so much. Third time, now you're used to stress. Now you're used to trusting in God because the first time he didn't let you crash on the nose. Put your, put your nose right into the soft ground. Instead, he allowed you to see how faithful he is. That's good. Um, over the next two years, God introduced me to different industries. He showed me things that I couldn't, I couldn't have come up with on my own. And um, one, of these, one of these was developing a compressor impeller. Now, these are the things that go in high-performance trucks. Uh, and I, I bid on it for a month's pay. And uh, three months later, I could make this thing work. And I had a family to feed. So some of my friends knew about this. And they said, let's pray for Marion. Um, I had a desk in my basement with just a Bible on it so that I didn't get distracted. And while I was reading my Bible that morning, God showed me how to solve this problem. By Thursday, I'd been working on this for three months. Today was Monday morning. By Thursday, it was working. By Friday morning, I was able to cut this part. Mm. This was the first of many breakthroughs. Can I say that I figured this thing out? Mm. Not a chance. Not a chance. I tried to figure it out for three months, mm -hmm. and I wasn't going anywhere. Mm -hmm. So I can say very honestly that I figured out how to do this because God showed me how to do it. And it was a complex math problem that I don't need to get into details on. Mm -hmm. uh, no one else had learned to make this kind of a part. And it was very closely related to the space shuttle liquid oxygen pumps. So that's what the software was designed for. And God showed me how to do this. As a result, I was able to build my company, which is now up to 1,000 people, uh, including about 600 in the US, 250 in India, uh, 110 in Romania, and about 40 people in England. And we've also been in Japan and Taiwan, um, and we have 100 people in, in Romania, I might have mentioned before. All of this has been achieved because of the technology and the partnerships that we've made, God has connected me to many, many people. And the mission is take your, take your brains to work. Mm -hmm. um, God has given you the gifts. God has given you the abilities. Take them to work. Our work environment is a place where we connect with other people. They see us at our best. They see us at our worst. They see our integrity or our lack thereof. And with that, 
we're able to show people who we are. And if if we are weak, then we got need. We got to ask God to straighten us out. If we aren't playing the best game, we know it. Others might tell you tell us that we're not playing our best game, mm-hmm. and uh, we can ask God to show us the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we're faced with problems such as not being able to pay our bills, then we call up our debtors, our creditors, and we explain in all honesty that we aren't able to pay our bills. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're going to do our best to do the right thing for them. Uh, in the past, we've paid interest to people and said, you know, we are supposed to pay you in 30 days. It's now 60 days. It's now 90 days. We're going to make this good to you. And people have said, please don't bother with the interest. You're just creating accounting problems for me. But we appreciate you being honest. And these are the, this is the language of the, of the marketplace. Mm-hmm. You buy, you sell. I do something for you, you do something for me. Mm-hmm. If one of us is not pulling up our end, it's not a business. Mm-hmm. It's a broken relationship. Mm-hmm. It's goodbye. And mm-hmm. however nice you are, sorry, you weren't the right person to work with me. Mm-hmm. So honesty in the marketplace is this great leveler. It's this great thing that... that uh, we don't exchange things all the time. It's not like I swipe a credit card every five minutes that I talk to you. So there's credit one way or the other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do something for you. You're going to do something for me. We work on our on our relationships mm-hmm. and our goodwill to each other. Mm-hmm. If that is good, to me, the, the, the proof of a good relationship is that was fun. Let's do mm-hmm. it again. Yeah. If you can say that, then you'll be doing repeat business all the time. Uh, people will pass your name on to others. Mm-hmm. There'll be success because you are doing things God's way. Mm-hmm. You are doing things. Remember that thing in the garden? The beauty that you've seen in the garden? Mm-hmm. Go take that. Go take that. Share that with, with everybody. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I was talking to um, someone just this morning about uh, a sense of, um, of oppression. In India, mm. and uh, still, that oppression will come from a small number of people. Mm-hmm. We are still called to take the garden to mm-hmm. others. Yeah, the beauty of what we've seen in the garden, mm-hmm. you take it to others. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for sharing that. Um, what an incredible example of boasting in the Lord. So, Marian has every opportunity to boast in. He has parts in the International Space Station, parts in uh, shuttles. Uh, The airplanes fly over and Marianne can track the parts that his company has made for Boeing and uh, NASA and all of these uh, places. Um, Marion and Susie have been used of God to, to literally buy slaves in Nepal and set them free. There are... Uh, communities, neighborhoods now in Nepal, because God has used Marion not just to uh, change a life, but to change an entire generation. Um, I wanted you just to see an example of what happens when ordinary people commit before the Lord, I will give you honor and glory for everything you do in me and through me. 
and I will be the witness. I will tell others, look what God has done in me. Look what God has done for me. Look what God has done through me. And um, I hope that even in this very short window into Marianne's life, you've seen that. And so I just want to leave you before we say goodbye with a encouragement uh, to boast only in the Lord, to make a commitment. If you've never made it in your lifetime, it's not too late today, August the 22nd, 2023, make a commitment between you and the Lord. Father, I will from this day forward boast only in you. I will account for every gift that you give to me, and I will make sure others know that my life depends upon the gifts of God. I will boast through the genius plans that you give to me. I will boast in the wisdom you show me. I will boast in the favor you give me with other businesses and other entrepreneurs and other business leaders. I will boast in the relationships you give me. Marion has talked to presidents. He's talked to kings. He's talked to very uh, important people, but you'll never meet someone more down to earth than Marion. And I aspire, you're a hero to me and you inspire me. And I hope that he has inspired you. Um, but this is the Lord Jesus Christ that we are boasting in. And there is no, um, nothing is too difficult for the Lord. And that means nothing is too difficult for him to do through you. Um, I want to end with a prayer over Marion, um, a blessing, but also a prayer over uh, everyone watching. Uh, let's commit even again um, to boast only in the Lord. That's great. Heavenly Father, I thank you for Marion, and I thank you for um, a witness of this ordinary person boasting in the supernatural work of Almighty God. And I pray that that would be an inspiration to everyone watching. And even today, I'm convicted to just again reaffirm, reaffirm my commitment that I will boast only in the Lord, that I will look to you for wisdom. I will seek your presence for guidance and for provision. And I will, even in advance, praise Jesus for taking care of of every detail of my life. And I pray that as we are praying even now, you'll see brothers and sisters in India and Nepal and Philippines, U.S., Thailand and Africa and all over the world just committing that today, August 22nd, 2023, we will boast only in the Lord. We will not take credit. Forgive us for every time we have even indirectly taken credit for a gift that has come from you. Take these words that we shared in scripture earlier and make them uh, the foundation of our of our life. And from this day forward, we choose to boast in the Lord. Come and reveal your glory. Show off. Uh, do the supernatural in and through us, and we will give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. Marion, thanks for being a part of the show. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in, and I'll see you back next Tuesday here on The Kevin White Show. God bless you all. Thank you for subscribing, liking, and sharing The Kevin White Show. Visit KevinWhite.us for Kevin's blog, videos, books, and more, all geared toward helping you prosper in the presence of God. That's KevinWhite.us. Kevin's books are available on Amazon and everywhere books are sold.
Contact Spirit Media for all your publishing and marketing needs at spiritmedia.us. Spirit Media, taking the message of God through the people of God to the nations. Visit spiritmedia.us today. This has been The Kevin White Show. Find the complete archive of all episodes at kevinwhite.us or subscribe for free through your favorite podcast player and never miss an episode. This program, copyright Kevin White International, all rights reserved. We will see you back here every Tuesday on The Kevin White Show with another powerful message of prosperity in the presence of God.